there's nobody I hate more. Sunday pour back second show of the week. We got a lot to get into. So let's just get right into it. I'm drinking a, let's see, what do we got here? Two roads, workers comp, farmhouse ale, and a double, maybe a triple maker's mark in front of me. Uh, it's the tornado show. <laughs> the whole state of fucking Connecticut, at least where I am, because it's the only place that counts, wiped off the map, trees down <laughs> all over the place. Absolute shit show. Let me bring in my co-host, my cousin. How are you? What are you drinking? I mean, I got, I got no complaints. I'm drinking, uh, I got a couple fingers of that Sazerac rye over here. Mm. Yeah, just uh, nice. Got home a little late tonight, had a late dinner, ate up, had some wine and peaches, and now uh, a little after dinner drink here. So, Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, this is exactly what I had with dinner, so I'm just running it back. Just keeping it going. Keep, I like it. I like it. The, yeah. weekend, the weekend starts now. Tornado comes, the weekend, the weekend uh, is officially on. Yep, can't see shit, but I got the flashlight and the phone going, so uh, hopefully the phone uh, gives me enough juice to get through this hour, hour 15, however long we take it. Yeah, well, let's see. Let's see. How, um, I mean, how, how was your evening? It sounds like you yeah, had kind of a rough evening. Uh, wasn't great. Okay. <laughs> we, uh, I had to make a run up to Madison in the, in the middle of this. Ooh. So that wasn't fun. You know, the highway, you know, was jammed up. Yeah, up there you got the two lanes all the way, right? So you kind of stuck. Two lanes all the way. Yeah. Yeah, I can be. Not, I, I was going to make a Springsteen joke there, but I wasn't even in the mood. That's how pissed off I was. About, I, I understand. No, I understand. This is, you know, supposed to be therapeutic. And if you're not in the mood to, <laughs> if you're not in the mute to jam, that's fine, man. Yeah. Um, so that wasn't. And then the way back was just, ugh. Ten times worse. Oh, no. I mean, just didn't even bother going on the highway because we saw on the way there, I was like, yep, not taking the highway back. Oh, man. So you'd... And uh, it was just all back roads, you know, Route 80. We want, just going, I was just weaving in and out, like going back and forth, just trying to uh, trying to get back. And it took, I would say, an hour and a half to get back from that. Ah, so you're just sitting in the car the whole time. That's all. That's not, so, that's not the worst. Oh, it's pretty bad. <laughs> I mean... I mean, you're, you're driving in the middle of a tornado. You probably, you know, you kind of had it coming. Yeah, you're coming home to a house with no power, and then I had to run food over to my mother's. Came back and let the grill just on principle because I took shit out for dinner this morning, and I was like, mm-hmm. I'm not getting takeout. I'm putting pork chops on the goddamn grill, and I'm eating that. Oh, how were they? How did they come Although out? I did, they were okay. Yeah, it was a little <laughs> dark out, so I may have overcooked them a little bit, but, you know, I just lathered them in barbecue sauce. <laughs> I did see. I want to give a shout out to Twin Pines because they were because they're right on like the East Haven Brantford line, and nobody in Brantford has power, and everybody in East Haven does. So I think everybody ran to Twin Pines. They were jamming, so that was great to see. Yeah, yeah. If I had known like if I hadn't had the stuff taken out of the fridge, that's probably where I would have went for dinner tonight. But I wanted to get back here, eat quick, have a few drinks, do the show. So here we are. Do you do you know the uh, the Chick Fil A in North Haven? I've never been to a Chick Fil A, but I know it well because I go right to the BJ's across the street. Okay, so yes, yeah, so you know exactly where it's and be like. So that's like in the front of a huge parking lot, and in the back of that parking lot is the 
the movie the theater. theater. Yeah, there were there's two lines because they do like double barreled lines at Chick Fil A. Can't get those fucking chicken sandwiches out fast enough. People love it, man. I've never had it. I don't know. Both lines were all the way back to the movie theater, man. <laughs> it was insane. Oh, it was insane. God. You know what? That makes me anti Chick Fil A because I can only imagine the people that were in that line are just the dregs of society. Yeah, I'm pretty anti Chick Fil A. I've been there. It's okay. But it's not worth waiting. In, Were you in the line? Kind of, no, no, I was not there tonight. No. Right. no. I mean, it's not a terrible idea, fast food. Like, I'm, I've been known late night, maybe, you know, get a spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's. Yeah, I would do that. I'd wait in line for that. But no, no more than, like, I don't know, four cars? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, right. I'm not, like, <laughs> waiting, you know, on the side of the street, like, ten cars. Yeah, I think. I, we went to we went to get ice cream a couple of nights ago, and there's a there's a line outside the door. And I went to a different place for ice cream. I was like, I'm not gonna wait. I'm not gonna wait. I'm not gonna stand with a bunch of idiots for fucking ice cream. I thought it was yeah. It genius. comes down to it comes down to principle. Like you know, certain places, even not even certain, like almost no place, like not even Peppy's. I'm not waiting in this long line. Yeah, you got to plan it out, man. Just be there early. Be there first. You know, yeah. if, you're, if you're gonna go to Peppy's, you just gotta know the right time to go. Yeah, that's basically. There it. are many things that are worth waiting in that kind of line for. Uh, yeah. Definitely not Chick Fil A. No, the only time I waited one time in Florida. There's a restaurant down there, and we waited forever. Mm-hmm. But we waited at the bar, so it's a little different. <laughs> that's well, that's 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 a trump card right there. That's, yeah. that's a little different. Holy you know what shit! I mean? What the fuck? There's was that? a uh-oh. oh something Torna- was, tornado <laughs> making a round two in Wallingford. I don't know what just fell. Oh no, just something. A plug fell out of it. Jesus Christ. A uh, plug fell out of the socket. I don't know what was going on. It was weighted and just landed on the ground. Big crash. No, nah, <laughs> no tornado. We're all right. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, so there's that. And there's, oh, and, and by the way, just without street lights, oh, I mean, we're yeah. just, it's, it's, we're just savages out there. Oh, we're just, yeah. We're just, we're orangutans. Gorillas, whatever you want to call it, we're just animals. <laughs> I, I got to say, I did great with that tonight. There, I was at a light where both lanes can turn left, so me and the guy next to me are turning left, mm-hmm. and oncoming traffic, and we both, without even making eye contact, just like how the car was were moving, we both like planned it perfectly to go out when we wanted to. We're like, all right, it's our turn, let's go. Unified, <laughs> unified front, we made it happen. All you right. know, so you guys were in two lanes uh, side by side, turning the same, yeah, turning, turning the same direction, left. yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, made it happen, man. It was beautiful. Syn- it was synchronized, synchronized drive. It was really, it was beautiful. It was the opposite of being an animal. It was civilized. It was uh, coordinated, and really, it's it's a, it's a it's a it's polished. It was the peak of driving um, and connecting with somebody with a stranger on the road. The peak of it. You can't beat it. <laughs> All right. Did you give you guys gave each other a little nod, a little cap tip? I did. His, his windows were a little windows were a little too tinted. His car is a little higher than mine, and windows were tinted a little bit. So I don't know if you actually saw, but yeah. I gave I gave him a nod because it was pretty good. Yeah, I was just yelling at everyone after where like where are you going? <laughs> we had two you know, com- where the fuck are you going? Two completely different nights. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it yeah was- you had, you had a pleasant evening. Uh, yeah, you had a pleasant tornado evening. Yeah, well, I mean, I came from Stanford. I drove all the way back here. We caught some rain on the way back. Or I caught, not, not we, but the royal we, I guess. But I caught some rain <laughs> on the way back. And then when I got to North Haven, there were some errands. There was, like, trees down, the parking lot. Yes. I was oh. just like, what the fuck happened around here? <laughs> what the hell is going on? 
Because you didn't get any rain at all down there, you said, right? No rain during the during the day, and then like on the highway, I was maybe on the highway twenty after five. It started getting dark. Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay, that's here comes yeah. something. Right, right. Because yeah, because my fiance called her father, who lives in West Haven, which is very close by to where we are. Yeah, yeah. You know, not not too far from where you are, and he said he didn't really even get anything. Yeah, I have a crazy. Co- I have a coworker who was working from home in West Haven. He said it just like flew right by. He was in and out. He little, said it, a little quick rain, right? He said it was windy. It did knock something like a flower pot or something off his uh, deck, but that was it. Oh, <laughs> what a tragedy. Ter- terrible <laughs> evening for him. Uh, yeah, pick, I he had to go in, pick it up in, and everything. Yeah. <laughs> I was in New Haven for the peak of this. Yeah. And New Haven is was crazy because, you know, you have like the, uh, the, the long, narrow streets. So it's like a wind tunnel to begin with. Yep. And just it came in out of nowhere, like maybe around like four o'clock. I was in a quick little, not a meeting, but a quick little meeting with my boss doing some mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just came in like that, man. And it was like a huge sight. It was like a sight. It was like we were in the middle of the tornado. Wow. And Damn. I was like, all right, well, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I was going to take the stairs down just in case, like, we lost power. And I opened oh. up the stairwell on the eighth floor, and, like, the window was open so I can get, like, a really, you know, front row view of what was going on outside. And there was, like, two yep. guys walking to the roof, man. I don't know what the fuck they were doing. Watching I have them. no idea. I mean, yeah, it's probably a cool move, but I was like, I'm, I'm good with that. I don't – well, you know, turn – you know, hurricanes, we've, we've dealt with a little bit in the Northeast. You know, uh, windstorms, rain, snow, sleet, all that. When you start saying tornado, like, I know that's just above my pay grade. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, know you and I, mean? I like, we, we, we survived the hurricane when we were kids down in Florida. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> right. And just, I, I know, I feel like I know, I've been to Florida enough times. Like, I, I know hurricanes enough. We went down to Jersey that time for your bachelor party, like, right in the middle of one. <laughs> oh, yeah. like like I, yeah. i've seen by the way a couple of days ago was the nine-year anniversary because i got an email from uh open table about the reservation i made through carmines <laughs> said it was my nine-year anniversary <laughs> oh my god yeah that's a, that's a, that's incredible i don't why they send it that they send reminders about that kind of stuff I, first one i remember getting well it was pretty monumental hurricane irene it was <laughs> chase was um, right out of there yeah yeah, so I was going to take the stairs down. Then when I saw it was going on, I was like, I'm just taking the elevator. Oh, I remember. The, the lights did flicker once in the elevator. And I was like, because the whole time down, I was like, oh, if I ever lost power in the elevator, <laughs> I'd never forgive myself. You wouldn't have when I spent all that time in the car, though. You may have taken the elevator over the car. <laughs> Depends what floor I'm dangling on. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> oh, all I remember about Irene was when we were driving down there. You sure it wasn't knew- Sandy? No, Sandy was 2012. Okay. I knew yeah. they were back-to-back. I always get them confused. All right, go yeah. ahead. So we were driving down there, and, like, I'm stoned. Like, we're just leaving. I'm already stoned. And just, like, looking at my phone, watching the radar, and I'm watching where, like, where we're driving on the highway, and then just we're going directly for where the storm's coming. I'm like, we're, we're going right. We're driving right to it. Like it's probably, we're probably the dumbest people on the planet. It's like Twister. There's storm was, chasers. Yeah. I was, yes, you were like Helen Hunt and I was Bill Pullman or something. No, like Bill Paxton. Ah, shit. Whatever. No, they still got Helen Hunt, right? Jamie Gertz was his uh, wife, his second wife. <laughs> Not bad at all. 
No, it's a good rebound. <laughs> I'm Charles Barkley out there. <laughs> Grabbing the round, boards. Man. The round man of rebound. <laughs> the, he's like Rodman. Oh, uh, yeah, so uh so yeah, eventually I got to the you know, the first floor or whatever and I just kinda waited it out in the break room I just checked it out. It was uh a time I mean it was like crazy. Just that's how the wind always is down you know, down in uh New Haven with the narrow streets. Um, was it, is the green like cleared out when something like that is going down or people just kinda waited out? Well there the people who there's a bus stop in front of my building. Yeah, right, right, right. And they were waiting in our, uh, in like our little doorway in between. Oh, man. Just people just packing as close they're to not, the yeah, they're as they can get. They're not supposed to, but I mean, you know, I think the rules kind of get bended when it's a tornado and when it's like four o'clock. So I was like, you know, I mean, not that I would enforce that rule anyways, but like, even like, <laughs> even like the guy at the front desk isn't going to be like, oh, you know. The fuck off the stoop. Get off the yeah. stoop. Yeah, exactly. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, uh, and the, yeah, the green. Um, I mean, the green's been kind of clear since COVID. Really. I mean, it's it's opened up a little bit, uh, but wow. I, I, it's been it hasn't been as many people down there. I, wa- I walked or, down there one Saturday morning. My my car was in the shop. I yeah. walked I walked that way just like take a, get some air while I was getting done. Oh. And it was it it was packed, man. Really? Ah, on the weekend? Yeah. Saturday morning, yeah. I couldn't I even picture like on a Saturday because I stay clear of it when I'm not. 8, 8.39 Saturday morning. Everybody's stumbling around. Yeah, you didn't you know, get that. Yeah, a lot of stumbling. A lot nobody's, of stumbling and mumbling. Nobody's walking straight. A lot of mumbling, a lot of stumbling. Nobody's yeah. walking straight, yeah. Nope. Um, yeah, the green The green could be a... Uh, green could be a bit of an outrageous place. It's an interesting, yeah, interesting place for sure. You don't get that down in Stanford as much, right? Uh, not where I am, no. Although no, I will really. say, my one—I haven't been to Stanford that many times. But one night when I went there, I don't know if I was meeting up with you or whoever, mm. and I was taking the train home. Yeah. The amount of homeless that were sleeping in the train station, like around midnight, one a.m., was yeah. astounding. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple like regulars down there. <laughs> You know, a couple norms. Yeah. Well, there's one guy who just like he just he always walks backwards, like oh, everywhere, really? everywhere walks backwards. And like people, people are stopping, staring at him, but he knows where he's going. Never bumps into anything. He's a professional mm. man. He's like Sonny in Bronxdale, drives backwards. Yeah, I, yeah, something like that. He's something like yeah. Sonny from Bronxdale. Never maybe been not as sophisticated, but <laughs> right. Yeah, it's good. To have, it's good to have a little bit of an identity if you're homeless, though. You know what I mean? You don't want to. You want to kind of stand out a little bit. I don't know if it's a good thing. I don't know. I feel bad for these guys, but uh, yeah, I don't know if you want to have an identity. I don't know if that makes you better or worse. I don't know. I have no idea. There used to be a guy when I was in the city that would just shout the most, the oddest things. Uh, just I, I wrote down a bunch of them. One of them was like, <laughs> like he would just be he was he'd be pacing up and down uh, the subway station platform, and he'd be like, uh, like, woman didn't invent high heels, man invented high heels so he could catch up to a woman. <laughs> oh, a little comedy, <laughs> uh, a little comedy routine. I like that. Uh, no, I think it was more philosophical than comedy. Oh, but, yeah, but yeah, well, a little, you know, little, a little humor. A little humor in there, yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, I gotta see if I can find where I wrote that shit down. But yeah, <laughs> that's the one I remember. I I forget I forget what he's to call him. 
I used to have a nickname for him. It was a good nickname. He definitely had an identity, though. Now, there you go. He stuck with you all these years later. You're not talking about any of the other poor schlubs that were uh, passed out at the subway station or just well, wandering there was, around asking there was, for change. There was a guy begging for change that was wearing Jordans and talking on a cell phone. I'm, like, I'm not going to give you a fuck. You got better better sneakers and a better <laughs> fucking phone than me. I'm not giving you a fucking change, man. What's yeah, you do, you do see that sometimes. It's yeah. a little questionable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what are you going to do? Some people beg for foods. Other people beg for Jordans. We all got our needs and our wants, right? Yeah. I'd rather just... Uh... Yeah, I'd rather just buy you, like, a beer. Yeah, for sure. I'd rather... I, like, I, I really... You don't, you don't see this in New Haven too much. At least, you know, that's where I encounter some of the homeless. And nobody's ever really honest with you. Just like, I need a beer, man. Remember the guy at Yankee Stadium that used to have that sign? Oh, yeah, for sure. I'd yeah. give that guy money. Yeah, you, you know, he's, up and up, he's on the up and up about it. Right. And just a, just a beer. I'm not trying. Yeah. Right, you know what I mean? I might actually bring him a six-pack. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah, make yeah, the guy's I, day. Because I could always tell the people down where I work who are just crackheads asking for 25 cents for the bus. Yeah. Yeah. And I would like to meet these crack dealers who are taking change. <laughs> I mean, I I've never dealt crack in my life, so I don't know how it exactly works. They got to bust their balls, man. I mean, you remember like the wire. They always busting those guys' balls who just come up all ragged with, True. you know, crumpled up bills and shit. They always bust their balls. They take whatever they can get. It's all green. Yeah. Should have used my wire knowledge there. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I do kind of walk around and like look and see like oh that guy's working that corner and it's based solely on like what I've seen in the wire or if I see or if I try and spot like an undercover actually I, the gym I used to go to across from the green mm-hmm. where that is yeah I swear to God one, there was a little uh, side room at my gym and there would be guys what, there would be guys this happened like once or twice maybe okay ever when I went there. There was a guy one time up there with a camera in the side room. It was like a room you do like ab workouts, like on the medicine ball, shit like that. Okay. There was guys up there with a camera taking pictures with a walkie-talkie in plain clothes. So they were like re- they were relaying something to like undercover outside. Oh, I was like, man. oh, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> I was like, this is great. Like I just stopped working out for like 20 minutes and was just watching this. <laughs> Watch the bus go down. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know cool. if a bust actually happened, but I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. Peekaboo, you fucks. You. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> well, I'm glad they're doing okay after today's uh, tornado. At least, they, at least they found shelter, and you guys were kind enough to take them in. To the, well, uh, the, I, I don't know if these people were necessarily homeless. I mean, a lot of them were just waiting for the bus, oh, wherever yeah. they were going. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there was like a homeless or two, but... Yeah, gave him a little shelter while the uh, heavy stuff came down. It was nice. That's really nice, you guys. Yeah, and actually, actually, when I was driving back, like it, it, it was still. I don't know. You were coming this way. You caught some some bad rain and some lightning and shit. Yeah, no, I wouldn't even call it bad rain. I think I had worse uh, rain yesterday than I did today. Oh, uh, okay. yeah, but maybe it wasn't I, as bad then. Uh, no, I mean, I just where I where I was driving, maybe, but like on ninety five on the shoreline there. But yeah. I mean, it sounds like North Haven, Hampton, and uh, I don't know where one other 
place got got whacked pretty good. <laughs> Hamden's such a shithole. <laughs> I gotta go after Hamden. Hamden, <laughs> no matter what, no matter what, Hamden gets hammered. <laughs> no matter what. Because yeah, I, I have there's an attorney down the hall from me that lives in Hamden, and he and he came in even before. Like we hadn't even gotten hit yet. It was when like uh, it was right before, like five minutes before it started getting bad outside. Mm-hmm. And he lives in Hamden. And he was like, "Yeah, we already lost power." I was like, "Of course you did." I was like, "Of course you already lost power." <laughs> <laughs> Fucking middle of nowhere takes forever to get to, and just God hates it and just hammers you guys all the time. Snow doesn't once matter. You, once you're there, once you're there, there's no there's no way to get out either. Like there's no finding your way out. Is the way you came in is like closed. It's a fucking maze. Hamden is a weird maze. It's like it's the New Jersey of Connecticut. There's when you go like places in New Jersey, it's just yeah. so easy to get lost and turned around. That's Hamden to me. Where it's just like you, you think you know where you came from. You think if you just turn around, you end up back where you started. But no, some some inevitably you get turned around, you end up like on some kind of side street and there's no like where the fuck is the highway? You got throw the Before GPS you know, you're just that. walking backwards. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like your boy. Yeah, you're walking backwards for 15 straight years, just trying to find your way home. <laughs> Here we go. We solved the riddle. That guy probably is from Hamden. I just, <laughs> I just need to get him in, on a bus, okay. get him to Hamden. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, right. forward again for the first time, reunite with his family and stuff. It'd be beautiful. There you go. Problem solved. I uh, hope so. hope we can make it happen. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Hamden, uh, just a crusher of dreams. Yeah, and then 10 minutes after he said that, I got the text that we lost power. <laughs> so and I was like, fuck. Yeah, four, four and a half, four and a half thousand without power. Yeah, and apparently, um, wow, lost my thought there really quick. Um, apparently, we were like, I think maybe the I don't want to exaggerate because I don't know. Uh, we were like the worst town, my Brantford, that in the whole state, like that got hit today. Wow, like I heard ninety nine percent of people here don't have power, and I was driving around here. I I don't think that's an exaggeration. I don't think anyone has power around here. That's crazy. And then we I hit like the Brantford East Haven line, and as soon as you got to the line, everyone had power. And I think that has to do with we have EverSource, and then East Haven has UI, which gotcha. I think is a better, yeah. just better. Mm. I, I had UI and East Haven. Yeah, I, I don't know. I've lost power here twice, but it was it's been recently, and it was through some pretty bad storms. So I don't yeah. know. I don't know what to really make of it. Oh, when I got this, when I when I got to my father's, I don't want to like throw shade on them, but they were watching like the local news. Yeah. <laughs> do you do that or no? Like, I, yeah, I, I watch the local. Do you? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, if I'm driving, I got I always have it on in the morning. I mean, it's for the traffic and weather. That's it. Oh, like on the radio? No, 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 on TV. Like when I get up and get ready, I put it on. You put like the five. Well, you're not home at five. Well, if you're home, like, do you put the five o'clock on? Oh, at night? Uh, only, if yeah. there's something, only if there's something I'm interested in seeing. Not automatically, no. Uh, okay, because I haven't yeah. watched it since, like, my grandfather's house 15, 20 years ago. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I mean, I know sports is, like, basically canceled and shit, but I don't know. They were, like, what? They were, I don't know. I used them. to, you, there I used to get... be a must-see anchor on one of those channels. Name. Yeah, she Tonya got, Baghdadi. Yeah, she got pinched. What'd she do? She was a freak, man. She has like a nude photo out there. Ask the draft tomorrow. Someone will have that information. Love the photo for it. They probably have it on their phone. Yeah, somebody's back. Yeah, didn't she like a lot of scumbags? Didn't she like flash a cop or something trying to get out of a ticket? Did she? I don't know. Something. She had something weird that happened, and I 
Can't believe that she didn't get out of the no, she was no, she was an all she was an all timer, first ballot. Sonia Baghdadi. Where is she these days? I'm relying on you. I don't have internet or anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where she is. jeez. Uh, all timer, yeah. Sonia Baghdadi oh, is a yeah. legend in the Connecticut news world. She's <laughs> she's a legend, baby. <laughs> We don't have much. We got the hamburger, you know. We got pizza, and we got Sonia Baghdadi. Yeah, this is this is some like weird fan site. Uh, Someone see. in our fantasy league probably started that website. <laughs> oh, she changed her name. I think mm. she's now Sonia Isabel. Is that her? Ooh, she don't pour now. No, no, no. no. She won an Emmy. Uh, I don't know what she's doing now. She's great at what she does, you know? She's yeah, retired she's, on top. I get, yeah, on top of a, on top of a cop. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's like no news about her at all. I don't know, man. I don't know what happened. Yeah, she's been gone for a while. You got the new chick on... Um... Fell off, the, fell off the face of the earth. You got the new one on uh, Channel 8, Teresa LaBarba. She's not, she not, she not Sonia. I haven't seen her in a long time. Oh, really? Her, okay. yeah. She's not Sonia, but she's, you know, attractive. Okay, well, Sonia Baghdadi is on, is on uh, social media, so we can... Oh, good for her. Yeah, we can track her down, see what she's up to. No reason to hide. Well, I mean, except for changing her name. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm curious to see exactly what she did because there was always rumors about her but I don't know it's like what, what did she do that was so bad she tried uh, to flash a cop to get out of a ticket like who cares I'm sure there's a lot of women that do that yeah I think and, a lot a of cop, and a lot of cops that take them up, <laughs> take them up on it <laughs> yeah yeah she got the one gay cop in uh town that, that yeah, right. bad choice Sonia <laughs> oh man uh scandal I guess Sonia Baghdadi scandal what mm. happened to Sonia Baghdadi you know, might have been under the might have been under the radar that seems like it doesn't seem like a very good page to click on okay so Sonia Baghdadi leaves WTNH let's see if there's any kind of oh fuck you register <laughs> All right, look, I can't. There's nothing. I can't find anything. I'm like, if it's not the first three things here, I I, I, I give up. Sorry, yeah, I'm sorry right. to our. It's not. To our, it's not important. Sorry to our fans, but feel free to Google her. There's still some winning images up there. If you're interested. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll be, you could, you'll do all right. Yeah. All Hope right. You're doing well, Sonia. <laughs> yeah, our thoughts and thoughts and prayers go out to Sonia. Peace and peace. <laughs> <laughs> she is active. She's she tweeted three days ago. Uh, retweeted three days ago. <laughs> she's not that active. Mm, no. Yeah, she's doing something. Sorry. But yeah, she definitely changed her name, man. That's all the whatever cover, whatever the hell she did. Yeah. I she, think she can't come back from. No, she's doing some celebrity shit now. Oh, okay. On on uh, Reels channel. Look for oh, oh, so that's like kind of a step up because that's I mean, real isn't big, but she was local, yeah. Connecticut, yeah. 
WTNH, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Keith Keith Koontz. Yeah, the legend, Keith Koontz. Keith Koontz. I saw him in a subway once down in New Haven. What was he getting? Uh, I don't remember, but I think so. I feel like someone did kind of like approach him and like say something. Yeah, what do you? What do you say to a local news guy? I don't know. I don't think I would have said anything, but I kind of do like Keith Koontz, even though I don't. I don't watch the news. Hey, Keith, you're very I informative. Like, I feel like I would just give him like a like a nod. Yeah, like a nod, like I know who he is, but like, don't worry, man, I'm not gonna like talk to you, like I, you're, uh, you know, Derek Jeter or something. Yeah, it's kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel, celebrity wise. No offense to Keith Koontz. I'm sure he appreciates it, but I'm sure he also encounters like. You know, like weirdos too. Seems like a real gentleman. I gotta, give, I gotta say, he came off that way to me. Yeah, he did. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, not like that Gil Simmons, who seems like a big time. Oh. phony. this seems like a phony, big big time phony baloney. Gil Simmons, nah, and Jeff Fox, that fucking creep. And he, they, listen, don't get me started. Don't get me started on the fucking uh, weathermen. I, I, I know today they are creaming themselves. Those guys are the biggest. Fucking attention whores known to man. <laughs> as soon as tornadoes coming, uh, they're the most excited people in the world for a fucking tornado. Devastated. They get to wipes, work early. Wipes, yeah. wipes everybody out of power and shit. Oh, and here's the really amazing part. It comes right down here, and you'll see. Oh, you'll see it swirling, and that's what causes the tornado: is the hot air and the cold air coming together. Oh, I mean, it's really just magnificent. Meanwhile, people are fucking like dodging falling trees and shit, and watching Gil Simmons have an orgasm on fucking TV. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, I, I um, can't fucking stand local weathermen. That you see, that was the problem I had with the local news when I was at my father's before. Is that they're just doing? They're going from, you know, uh, anchor to anchor in these different towns, like showing <laughs> shit flipped over, and it's just like yeah. I guess you have to do that. But to me, it's like I don't know. Is that news? I, I, yeah, and it's, just, people... it's just like the worst, the better. It's like, oh, over here, we have a trampoline that flipped over. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, I don't know. It's like they're just trying to, like, one-up each other and top each other. And it's like, I don't know. Could we, like, has anybody called the uh, fire department or the police to, like, help these people out? Or do we just have WTNH on the scene with a camera <laughs> and a fucking some dildo with a microphone? Just pointing at some guy getting crushed by a tree. This guy got his leg caught under a tree. It's waiting for yeah, help. He's he's bleeding out right now. Can we get a shot here, Jimmy? Come how do you feel, how do you Zoom feel, in. how do you feel right now? Looks like your car escaped without a scratch, but you have are going to have that leg amputated. How do you feel, sir? Yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah, that's what I feel like it is, and it's like uh, I don't know. I have problems watching it. And then, oh, God forbid, it gets like it gets cold for a couple of days, or it's rainy. These guys get so fucking depressed on on their newscast. Like, oh, sorry to say, guys. We're going to have a couple of days of rain, although we do need it, but a little bit of a washout for the weekend. Oh, you're looking forward to the weekend. Like, get the fuck over yourselves and just do your goddamn job. Just tell yeah. me what the fucking weather is and then send it to fucking sports. How are weathermen not obsolete now with, like, iPhones and the internet? Uh, there's more weathermen. It makes no sense. There's, like, six per channel now. It's ridiculous. It's That's really crazy. goddamn ridiculous, man. I mean, There's... I'm all about jobs, creating jobs, but I mean, we can not use a those few goddamn, less not those jobs. Send them the fucking yeah. Oshkosh. Yeah, agreed. All right, so obviously, uh, elephant in the room. We've uh, we've had some protests. 
around the NBA specifically, but now it's kind of carried over to NHL, MLB. Uh, even there's been talks of the NFL with the Giants. I got, I got a little update there today. Uh, so, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Um, there's, it's a, there's a lot to dissect, and uh, I have to be honest, I don't know. I don't know exactly where we're going now. I think sports are going to keep on going, but yeah. I don't know exactly. I don't know. I don't know exactly know how we're going to get like how, how when is it going to start up again? And I don't know. It's just it's just weird because it's kind of like everything's been on the fly to begin with with COVID, and now we're just shutting shit down again. And it's just it's just a little uh, it's a little confusing. Yeah, I my my thought is with the NBA. I think, you know, these guys saw what happened the other night um, in Wisconsin and Kenosha. And they were like, this happened right before we came here. The whole point that we came here was to, you know, voice our opinions. And I don't think they really knew how to handle it because to them, they, you know, they're seeing this kind of cycle happening again. Like, yeah, George Floyd happened just, you know, was even two months ago. And now this happens. And they're like, wait a second, we, this is no good. We we came down here to voice our opinions. You know, it's great we have the jerseys. And I think they just didn't really know how to handle it because I, I don't think the right I, I don't think the right call was stopping, but I think they needed to to kind of regain, you know, their focus on why you know on that aspect of being down there. And I and I think they did the right thing because they're going to start up tomorrow. I think. And I think that yeah, right I think maybe by Saturday. Con- I thought I heard maybe Saturday. Okay, yeah, yeah. It said weekend, Saturday. so I don't know if weekend meant Friday or. Okay, so I don't, yeah, I don't think stopping was necessary, but I think they just wanted to kind of get on the same page to to, to be sure they were unified and be sure that they their goal knew what their goal was. So I think they had some lawmakers on the phone. They got yeah. ownership involved. They're kind of pressing ownership now to to join them in their. Uh, and their quest here for, for equality. And um, yeah, I, I, I think my biggest problem, if I were to have one is I just, and it, and it, it follows him around is LeBron being the leader is tough. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's, and it's just his past follows him around. And it's because, every, and look, LeBron's been a great ambassador for the sport. He's got a million fans. He is, you know, obviously he's top two player of all time. Um, and he's never gotten any kind of trouble ever, right? He's never done anything wrong, actually wrong, right? Mm-hmm. So with that in mind, he just, he has always come across as like a diva. And he's always come across as uh, everything he does has some like, like cinematic value to it. It's always like for a little bit of a show. I mean, so the guy, does- I mean, the guy, sorry to cut you off. But I mean, the guy left his hometown twice wants to go to South beach, wants to go to LA. So I think that that's kind of like, he's a little bit, of, he's got a little Hollywood to him, you know, like, like he's more of a celebrity than a ba- as good as a basketball player as he is. He cares a little bit more sometimes about being a celebrity. Well, that, right. That's what it seems like. Yeah. At least that's what it seems like. I don't know if that's true or not, but I agree with it. That's, you know, on the surface I could see. And I mean, he's, he's going to be in space jam too. So yeah, he is. A, I mean, he's a celebrity. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I just think that's like a little bit of it's not his fault. I, mean, I don't want to fault him. Like he's not as charismatic as like Ali, but I mean I can't. You know he's he's doing what he thinks is right, and he's I think he's going about it in the way, or the best way that he knows how. It's just his messaging sometimes it it gets 
I don't know, like muddied because of who he is and what he's done in the past and how we kind of view him. Yeah. So like it almost like he says something, it's like, ah, here goes LeBron again, like yeah. looking for attention. But you know, like, and no, in this case, it's not about that. He's not doing it like as a part of a fad or to look like he's woke or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think he's doing it because he want he he knows his platform could possibly incite change. He's not the first. He's you know he's the latest in many athletes, African American athletes, to do stuff like this. So you know, it did bother me. It did bother oh, me a little bit that he tweeted he tweeted out right after like the Bucks uh protested. He tweeted out like I forget exactly what the tweet was, like fuck this man, we've had enough. Like yeah, I, I, th- I mean weird. I think it's authentic yeah. I think it's authentic. Like I, I, I know his heart's in the right place probably, but it just like it came like right after the Bucks protested. Like you should he should have said something. I don't know. It could yeah. be just nitpicking, but yeah, that's kind of what I was talking about. I mean, I, like th- that was like weird times. And it stuff. seems like it was for attention a little bit. Like he was just trying to make it about him. Exactly. When it was, yeah, when it was exactly. really about Milwaukee because it, it happened with you know in Wisconsin. Right. That's just tough, man. I mean, it's problematic. Like as a as a have him as a leader for certain. It's great to have him as a leader because he's the best, you know, most famous and like the best player you know in the game for the past twenty years. So. It's it's good that he's involved. It's just sometimes the messaging gets a little bit, uh, I don't know, cloudy because of, like I said, because of his image and, and what we know yeah. about him. And, and yeah, it's another way of, of that he, like that. yeah, and it's another way he's just a polar opposite of Jordan because, you know, not that this makes Jordan a bad guy, but like, you know, it's kind of like well known that Jordan just didn't give a shit about current events or. You know, racefully, you know, it, it was documented yeah. in the last dance. Everyone saw it. Like, yep. the guy was just a machine. He was a robot. He just went out there and wanted to win. It wasn't even yep. basketball. It was just win at whatever. Basketball, checkers, you know. Like, yep. like it didn't matter with him. So, it's just, it's it's a little bit of a different, uh, he's, just a diff- he's just a different guy. Not that it makes him any, like, a better or worse person <laughs> than MJ. Just, uh yeah, you know, different just guy, different, different different times, and just in different, just different, different times yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Although, funny thing is, MJ kind of came out to MJ was like the voice of reason between ownership and the players today. Oh, I didn't of, see that. Yeah, he was like kind of uh, I don't say mediator, but he was, you know, he had reached out I think to Chris Paul and and Russell Westbrook and kind of talked to them, kind of see what their goals were, and then he told ownership he was like, now's now's the time we have to listen to these guys. You know, now's not the time to give our solutions. Now's the time to listen to what the players have to say. And uh, he kind of led that way, which is kind of, you know, as as a Jordan fan forever, it's kind of like, all right, Mike, like, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it, and <laughs> yeah. I know, and I know he did actually make a little bit of a political statement, like when the Floyd thing happened, which is like the first time ever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it was kind of like a you know kind of like him like adapting with the times I guess being like all right I guess I got to say something whether it was authentic or not I don't want to be too much of a cynic um, you know but like it was like his way of just being like all right I gotta like use I my don't know. Why, platform can't, for you, being good you can't force Mike to do something he doesn't want to do you know what I mean like True, we talk, yeah. we talk, like we we talked about LeBron you know LeBron's authentic even though it kind of comes off as corny sometimes. I think Mike's authentic, even though it might come off as just kind of, I mean, I don't think it comes off as anything. It's not staged to me. It's just, uh, I don't no. think, I don't think he would do something just, just because he thinks he has to do it. I think Mike does it because, you know, he wants to do it. Same thing with yeah. LeBron. Yeah, true, true, true. But they have different kind of reputations in that. Uh, no, yeah, they're know. two different people, obviously. Just great so, basketball players, but two different. 
personalities yeah. like all around. Yeah, yeah. So now, I mean, now we see like NBA kind of unified. They they shut down NHL. Uh, they have a diversity group mm-hmm. um, that kind of requested that they shut down, or I don't know exactly how it happened, but they asked that uh, they don't play their games tonight, so they're not they're off. Baseball, on the other hand, has half their games going tonight. Half their games so, not. Bu- so bizarre. Uh, and Marlins, who the Marlins who have missed a thousand games already, need to play <laughs> these games. They didn't want to. Which, look, and the players don't want to. I I, under, I understand why. Um, but I mean, just baseball wise, the Marlins need to play some fucking games. Although the more games they play, the less chance they have making the playoffs. So that's fair yeah it's it's it's, it's a strategy you know <laughs> it might be it might be but it was kind of bizarre like i was in the car and howie rose was calling the game like what was happening like oh, what was a baseball so game weird. was like yeah he's like both both teams are out on the on the steps of their dugouts hats off they lower their heads in silent prayer and nobody is moving there's not any movement amongst the players Except for a cameraman down there taking a picture of the Marlins. Yeah, right. That, time, that insensitive prick. And, and then time goes by, and then he's like, and now uh, uh, Lewis Brinson is walking out the home plate with a Black Lives Matter t-shirt, placing it on home plate, and going back to the dugout. Now, if we see them on the field tonight to play, I can't, I can't say as of now. But maybe we will, and maybe we won't. And that was... That's a pretty good call, yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah, Howie is uh, he's a pro, professional. Yeah, yeah but uh, yeah, it was it was really weird, and he was kind of taken back by him and uh, what who's the other guy uh, that do, that do the Mets games? But they were both kind oh, of like, um, is it Randazzo? That no, it wasn't or, wasn't uh, Wayne, Wayne Randazzo. I mean, it was yeah. Wayne Randazzo, but it, yeah, they, but they were know. they were both kind of like in awe of the situation, which was. Um, Interesting to kind of just listen to because you don't know how how the guys like that are going to take it. But yeah, you know they they uh, be dragged out there just to call these guys not playing, which is you know kind of a very strange situation. Yeah. But it's been it's been you know the past six months have been anything but normal. So yeah, this is nothing new. Speaking of the point. Mets, a little off topic, but Todd Zeal, have you seen him on TV? Has the you're not fooling anybody with that jet black <laughs> hair. <laughs> <laughs> I have not seen the rug on Zeal's noggin. No, it's not a rug. It's just a dye job, man. Oh, it's no. jet black. Like, come on, man. You're like in your 50s. What are you doing? <laughs> you never the know. Fa- you ever see that when the face doesn't match the hair and it's like, oh, it's just, it just looks weird. <laughs> just, a could... quick, just a quick note because I was watching them last night, the, the Mets game, and I watched a little of the post game. So it was just one of those uh, you know, observations. Think he's putting the shoe polish in before they roll cameras? Oh yeah, he's like the, like Frank Reynolds, like Van DeVito <laughs> and Always Sunny. He's got the shoe polish going through there. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I will say one more thing about everything we're kind of seeing now is that just seems, and I'll kind of get off sports for like two seconds here. It just seems like the most fucked no, up cycle. Ahead. It's just a fucked up cycle, man. Where something terrible happens, somebody protests. People have a problem with the protests. Make it about the protesters and not the problem, the original problem. And everybody's kind of digs in their heels. And everybody's just throwing haymakers like it's a fucking big game of uh, rock'em, sock'em robots. Just kind of just bang, 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 waiting for somebody's head to blow up. 
start all over. It's right. Nothing ever gets done. And to go back to what MJ was saying, man, there's nothing is ever going to happen until people are listening to one another and actively trying to find solutions to the problems that people have. Otherwise it's just people, people are going to have the same problems over and over again, because, because those who are in, are in kind of uh, a position to help out are going to say, no, you know, we, you know, we're, we're right. You're wrong. Instead of saying, okay, you know, we, there, this is a problem. We understand we believe in our way, but we understand this is a problem, you know, and these people have to say, yeah, we understand that your job is very difficult. They're not, they don't think it's an easy job to do. You know, we, mm-hmm. we, we, we want, we want more, we want better. We want, you know, we, we want better out of the people that we, that we have in those positions. And until people can sit down and talk about it and try and figure it out from the ground up, it's just going to be a lot of shouting. And it's fucking, it's fucking infuriating. <laughs> maddening. It's maddening, yeah. It's maddening. Yeah. And I don't, know, I don't know how it ends, man. I don't know how it ends or where it ends or when it gets better. Yeah, it probably doesn't. And all three of those, it, it just doesn't. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's just, there's just no end in sight. It's just a cycle, like you said, you know. Yeah. I, and I actually started, when I was preparing what I was going to say about this, I just started writing. Yeah. And I just kind of kept, I kind of just kept going because when I talk about serious subjects like this, I don't want to be, um, I, I don't, I don't trust myself talking off the top of my head necessarily. Yeah, hey, you got to gather your thoughts. Yeah, for sure. You got to gather your thoughts and you just, I don't want to leave things out. <laughs> I don't want to rely too much on just, you know, just like you know, off color jokes and, um, just, you know, don't want to rely on that stuff. So it's got... I just got writing today and just prepared a statement. Um, so I'll just start there. Like, number, number one, we'll start with, you know, the uncomfortable elephant in the room, like I said. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Jacob Blake shooting. Mm-hmm. I really don't know what to make of that, and I kind of blame the media for that. Uh, I mean, I've seen reports that say he was breaking up a fight between two women and was just going back to his car to check on his kids. And then you see reports that he was armed with a knife and that's what he was grabbing. You know? So I, I saw the video like, you know, like everyone else did. I assume most people have seen it. And like the conclusion I drew from it was that the cop didn't need to shoot him seven times in the back. That's just me. Um, seemed excessive. That's obviously, yeah, it, it did seem excessive. Whether he had a knife or not, it seemed like there could have been. Uh, and yeah. I, you know, I listen, I lacked most if not all of the facts so that's yeah. just me yeah. watching the video and just yeah. pieces of articles mm-hmm. uh number two my advice to the protesters and this is going to seem repetitive but just you know keep it civil non-violent obviously because mm-hmm. as soon as it becomes a looting situation or riots ensue you give the cops carte blanche to do just about anything and you give the you know the middle-aged uh, right winger, an excuse to turn on his TV, fold his arms, shake his head as he tells the person next to him that the country's going to shit. Yep. And he isn't necessarily wrong because I think we're well past the shit phase in this country. Yeah, this is like this had, is like diarrhea down your leg. We've had errors of shit though. It's not the end of the world. No, I mean it's <laughs> it's a lot of shit though. Yeah, and we, the worst part was, about diarrhea is you know it's just like where do you, it, it's going to get worse. <laughs> it's gonna get worse before it gets better. Yeah, well, just when you think you're done, you gotta run back. Yep. Oh yeah. Right, and then and like it's probably gonna be an all time 
diarrhea, an all-time high after the election concludes, which, you know, should be sometime around 2023. Jeez, I got to stock up on toilet paper again. You are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I would, personally. <laughs> um, all right, so now, like, on to the NBA, which we touched on a little bit with LeBron. First off, I'll make this crystal clear. Full transparency, which we do on this show. Absolutely. I obviously did not want the NBA season to be suspended or canceled. Right. I've said it many times. A rational fan, guilty, you know. Yeah. I just want to watch the sport. Basketball, hockey, baseball, football, you name it, I'll watch. I'll watch the Little League World Series. I'll watch bowling. I don't care. I just want to watch it. Uh, I don't care what anybody's political views are, affiliation. doesn't matter to me. You know what I mean? I don't look at Paul O'Neill any differently because he's a Trump supporter. Love the guy. I don't look at, you know, any of these young NBA guys differently because they're on the other side, liberal, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know, I understand what the Bucks were doing. It happened in their backyard, obviously, and they want to send a message, you know. Yeah. Bring attention to the matter at hand. Make people discuss it. Make sure it doesn't get swallowed up by, like you were saying, a 24-hour news cycle. And But this is where the cynic in me takes over and – like, I understand they're bringing police brutality to the forefront and specifically racism. But I just couldn't help but ask myself, does your average racist watch the NBA? Probably not, right? Right. Right. So that, that goes back because I thought about that, too. Like, what is this going to what is this going to accomplish? Who is this going to affect? And mm-hmm. right. That we're not going. They're not going after that, those people. I think they're just trying to see what they can accomplish from the platform they have because everybody says, oh, you know, use your platform, use your platform. Just don't do it when I'm watching the game. And I think it's it's frustrating. They're down there in the bubble for this long. They're all kind of stuck around there with nowhere else to go. And this this shit happens and they're all together and they're like, well, what the fuck, man? We're down here. We talked about this before. We, you know, well, what can we do? And uh, yeah, I don't think they're trying to reach the average racist. I think the average racist is kind of you know, lost. You know, I don't think they're going to change that guy. But no. I, th- I think they just, I think they just want to see some sort of changes within law enforcement where this kind of stuff doesn't happen. I mean, I don't, whether the guy was a criminal or, or not, whether the guy was a bad guy or not, he didn't deserve to get paralyzed. We don't, you know, with all the characters in Shawshank Redemption and those guys are all in jail. So like in real life, I understand it's real life, but you know, mm-hmm. there's some element that these guys do a couple of bad things. Maybe it's a mistake and they try and turn their lives around. There's some guys who are, you know, irredeemable. Right. But, but you don't know. I don't know anything about this guy. So I'm not saying if he was irredeemable or if he's just a guy who made mistakes in his life. I have no idea. Um, but at the, at the same time, it's not that cop's it's not that cop's decision on what happens for him for the rest of his life, whether he kills him or paralyzes him or whatever. Yeah. So I think they just want basically a fair shake. You know, and then when you see, I mean, then we see a white kid like the next night walk around with an assault rifle and the cops don't do anything. I mean, it's just like, <laughs> yeah. well, let, wait a second. This guy, it was, this guy might have had a knife in his car. He was going to his car. So he got shot. This kid actually has a rifle walking around and uh, he's get kind of, he's, he's let go scot free. It's just, well, I mean, he's charged now for murder because he killed two people. Yeah. But it's just, it's just, you know, the uh, dichotomy of it, the, the two different images are, uh, are stark and it's hard to, it's hard to kind of wrap your head around that. You know, when, when you're trying to process 
you know, why this guy got shot. And then they see this other image. They're like, wait a second, wait a second. You know, what's, what's the difference here? And the difference is obvious. Mm. So I think, yeah so, I, yeah, so I don't think they're trying to reach the, I mean, that was a long way to get there. But I don't think they're trying to reach like, <laughs> the average, you know, races. I think they're trying to, I think they're trying to reach people, you know, important people, people who matter, people who can make a difference. Okay. All right. That's fair. Expand. I was just, I was thinking like, cause I was thinking like, oh, okay, let's say Trump loses in November and it comes off like it was a shady deal. You know, Biden steals the election with whatever mail-in ballots, backdoor deals with foreign countries, you name it. And like, let's say NASCAR, for example, who has like a strong following down South where Trump is immensely popular Let's say, like, they decide to boycott the season. We aren't racing because of the injustice against our president, Donald Trump. You know, mm-hmm. that's where I was thinking, like, all right, well, who are you really penalizing the average liberal who probably isn't a NASCAR fan? Anyways, are they losing right. any sleep over that? Right. That's, that's what I was thinking of it like that. Like, I'd be like, OK, NASCAR's. Well, yeah, the pe- the, the, those people stopped watching NBA already because of the kneeling. So they're not watching. Right. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they've, right. they've, they've already penal- They've already boycotted right. the NFL. Right. Right. So that's why I think um, it's that's why I think it's important for them to get back and play is is because right they're not penalizing, you know, anybody but themselves and their fans, right, for not for not playing. But by mm-hmm. by doing this, maybe it engages their fans a little bit more. Maybe it gets maybe it gets a fan to be more proactive. Maybe it may help. You know, maybe an owner kind of takes more notice. I don't, it's it's there's little pieces and big pieces to it. And I, I mean, and I don't know. Like I said, I, I don't think stopping was necessarily the right way to handle it. But like I said, they had to get their ducks in a row. At least that's my that's my outlook on it. Agreed, agreed. Because yeah. I'm I'm very happy that cooler heads prevailed. And I thought you know the NBA. I'm not sure who the NBA thought they'd be punishing by boycotting the rest of the season. Yeah, but yeah. I think they made the right decision. Yeah. You know, if they want to have, if they want to make a stand, have a voice, be heard, the best way to do it is in the bubble, national television, millions of people. Mm-hmm. There's no better platform than that. NBA yeah. Finals. Yeah. Nothing better than that, yeah. you know. And I'm not like I'm not saying go back to my other point. I'm not saying that all NASCAR fans are conservatives and all NBA fans are liberals. No, your point. Your point was well took. Yeah, I got you. Right. I mean, you know, I'm, just, I'm generalizing, but fuck, that's what you, kind of what I do. Yeah. Uh, you know. I'm just saying that, like, the real diehard NBA fans, I feel like, are able to at least look past the politics in the sports. Myself, I'm not, and I'm not a, I haven't been a diehard NBA fan for a while, but um, I feel like I'm able to look past the politics in all of sports because me personally hate politics in sports. I, I hate it so much. And I've gr- only because I've grown to loathe politics over the years, and I've sure. always loved sports. I've never my love for sports has never wavered. Yeah, it's always been an escape from the real world. Hence nine eleven, like the Yankees run that year against the Diamondbacks throughout the playoffs. Like that was a nice distraction from us, you know, sure. getting yeah. you know getting attacked on our own yeah. soil. Yeah. Uh, so when I see them intersect like this, like it's no longer an escape or a distraction. Wow. But I also. No, for me, it's easy to kind of look past. Like, I'm not going to begrudge guys for taking onto the court, onto the field. That's what they want to do. That's fine. Once they're playing, though, it's not like, I mean, the protest isn't going on during the game. Like, like I understand it's just Black Lives Matter on the court, but that doesn't take my enjoyment, or I shouldn't take anybody's enjoyment away from that. No, 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 no. I mean, mean, I'm saying it's no longer an escape because it's there in front of me. I'm not saying it stops me from watching the game. 
No, but you're saying, but you're saying that it feels like less of escape because it's right there in front of you. Yes, yes, I would, uh, so I, I would I, say I, that. I don't feel that at all. That's weird. But no, but my point is, it's it's no longer. I shouldn't say it's no longer an escape. It's just there's no. It, they kind of like intersect. But I'm also self aware, self aware enough to realize that like it's America and people are allowed to. You know, stand up for what they believe in, a la sure. like what Jonathan Isaac on the Magic did. Sure, he stood sure. up for the anthem. Popovich sure. stood up. Becky Hammond, or in the, in the case of you know Isaac's teammates and a lot of the other guys, kneel for what they believe in. Yeah, and yeah. I think neither should be ostracized for what they did. Sure. And like last night, the Lightning and Bruins had a moment of silence before the game, mm. and uh, they obviously went out to play the game. And, like, they should be able to do that without the left attacking them and calling them tone deaf. Like, I, the later yeah. game, I guess, didn't have a moment of silence, which uh, isn't great. It should have done something. You know what I mean? But the Bruins and Lightning, the, to me, the Bruins and Lightning playing a hockey game after a moment of silence, those guys aren't part of the problem. No, no, not at all. Yeah, that's exactly, exactly. Like, the left, like, the, that's like the just, left trying to eat itself. Like, just, no, you're going after the wrong people. That's just yelling to yell, man. Like, like I said, just part of the, it's just part of the cycle. It's the outrage cycle and yelling to yell to, because you're outraged and you have nowhere else to put your outrage. So you go and find, yeah. oh, well, look at these assholes playing hockey on a fucking, on an August night, like nothing else is happening <laughs> in the world. I mean, we've done. I mean, it's their job, man. Like, we went to work today. It doesn't make us. It doesn't make us complaints, yeah. complacent or insensitive. Right. And after nine eleven, like you said, we're, guys are back in the field. Guys are back playing. Like a you know week and a half later, and it, oh, it was right, great, and, and it was right, yeah. Well, it, again, and look at that point, it was hard to kind of separate the two because uh, it was you know every, everything in New York was elevated because of that. I mean, you know, the Piazza Dinger, the Yankees run, and all that kind of stuff was elevated. Um. And it was it was clearly a getaway, and was a release from all that you know anxiety and fear that we all had at that time. So it was it was it was a weird co mingling of the two. I wouldn't. It's not really politics. Like it, that was like real world. Um, there were no. See, that's I don't know if like people who weren't around for that would understand, but like there was no politics back then. It was like we were all the same team. Yeah, like I hated Bush, but when. But I didn't. I, yeah, I didn't like but, Bush either. But, but like, I still it, get it fucking. Matter. I still get fucking chills. When I watched that first pitch, man. Now, to, to me, that's like one oh, of the greatest yeah. things a president has ever done, was throw a fucking strike at Yankee Stadium. You know, a few miles from the where the towers fell, and he goes out in front of a of, from a packed house in body armor, Secret Service all around. Anytime a plane goes anywhere near you, you're fucking looking over your shoulders. You're scared shitless. A guy goes yeah. out, waves to the crowd. There's a fucking perfect strike to Posada. And it's like, what? Like this, like, yes, okay, you guys are fucking dunce and he's a mess. But I mean, <laughs> what a moment in leadership right there. I he mean, he was an athlete in his day, though. <laughs> he was a Yale, a Yale athlete, yeah. Yale Bulldog, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it, but it, that to me, like, it wasn't like leadership. It's not like Churchill, but like that was a moment that America needed from its president. That was him stepping up. And giving us and giving not just America, but that was giving New York a moment. And like I said, to, to this day, if I watch that, I get chills, like a tear in my eye. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard to watch that. And Bush is a guy I fucking hate. Like I hate yeah. the guy. So mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's inc- it's incredible that the amount of politics that are involved in everything that goes on. Well, 
I'll give you a little story if I can kind of go off course here, but let's keep it, you know, kind of keep it. So we played golf a couple weeks ago. Um, It's me and my buddy, uh, friend of the program. uh, I don't know, Dino. Uh, It's just not really a fake name. So it was me and him, and we get paired up with (laughs) with two older guys. So the, one guy's kind of a prick, kind of grumpy. The other guy's funny, and just make it, kind of making fun of the old, the other guy, the prick, the whole mm-hmm. time, which is great. But anyway, so I, like I was chatting with the funnier guy, you know, here and there, or what? I, I make a I make a nice putt for like a double bogey. And the guy, <laughs> go, the guy goes, "Hey, that's a nice putt." Ain't? And I go, "Ah, double bogey," you know. And he's like, he's like, "Yeah, but if you missed it, would have been a triple." I was like, that's a good point. A little dose of optimism right there. And he goes, no, 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 not optimism. That's a fact. I deal with facts because I'm not a uh-huh. Democrat. I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh man. He, he took like the long way around to get there, pal. But like, you could have just told me. And then, yeah, he went on a little bit of a rant for a little bit. But I'm like, well, Ooh, why okay. is it? But, oh no, nothing, nothing to report there. But it was just, just no, gen- right. yeah, general just, stuff uh, about whatever the flavor of the day was. People but, like that, you know. But like, like what the that. fuck do you need to bring that up for? Who gives a shit? It's fucking. I'm on the, I'm on this 15th hole. We've been playing for three and a half hours together. Also, you got to bring up fucking politics. I don't give a shit, man. I just want to fucking yeah. play. I, I yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't picture bringing that up in mixed company, really. Yeah, but why? But why? Who cares? Who cares? I never talked politics with anybody. Never, I talked yeah. politics with my friends. I talked politics with my with my family. I talked politics with anybody, and now it's everywhere. Now you can't fucking take a piss without fucking being political. Yeah. Well, I mean that that brings me to my next point here. Uh, you know what you have, whether you're a, a gun waving Second Amendment conservative or uh, like your like your golf partner may have been. Possibly, yeah, a nice guy. Or, uh, Don't be wrong. That was a nice guy. And I'm sure. Partner. I'm no. I'm sure he was a gentleman. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, whether you're that guy or you're some, you know, you know, drum circle kumbaya liberal, it's like the, the important <laughs> thing to remember is that you're allowed to be that in this country. Fuck it, like, hey, yeah, Jesus. You know, what I mean, this isn't North Korea. Yeah, you know I mean, this isn't China. I'm sorry, not to take a shot at China, but. Yeah. You know, they got, it's a little something going on there that they don't, you know, I can't even, don't like to talk. The NBA is like talk about. I can't even cut that out, man. They record everything. I was going to cut it out of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And the important thing is, like I said, you're, you're allowed to be that in this country, but instead you have intolerance on both sides who think that not only that their way, they, they, they don't only think that their way of thinking is the right way. They think it's the only way. Yeah. And it's funny because you have people, right, in the world who specialize in specific fields, right, or hobbies, let's say. Like mechanics know cars inside and out. Lawyers know the law. Doctors know medicine. They know about the human body. Uh, Some people's wheelhouse is sports or music, you know, movies, whatever. Some Some are experts in podcasting. Right. I, I wouldn't know anything about that, but yeah. <laughs> no, not you know, us. You, no. <laughs> you, always, you always defer to those people when you have a question or an issue arises or you're trying to settle a debate, right? Mm-hmm. But now somehow in 2020, and this started a few years back, I guess, we'll say with Trump, I don't know, maybe even before that, I, I really don't know. But now somehow in 2020, everyone... <laughs> And I mean, everyone is an expert, yeah. a pundit, 
when it comes to politics. And you know what? I hate to agree, but these people are experts. They are pundits because what they specialize in is sitting in front of the TV or looking down at their phones and being told what to think, how to feel. They get their views spoon-fed to them like a fucking Gerber baby. And my, and my advice to these people, all right, for the sake of your mental health and the people who are forced to actually be in your presence, parties, holidays, Thanksgiving dinner, whatever it is, just try once, once, just one time, just be an independent thinker, okay? Don't think like the 10 guys next to you. Don't think against the 10 guys across from you, okay? Just be an independent thinker. Okay, nobody likes a fucking Gerber baby. Okay, here comes the airplane. Mmm. All right, <laughs> just spoon fed, just spoon fed your fucking shitty little fucking thoughts and views into your dumb fucking hole in your head. All right, that's all. I, that's all I would say to you. Okay, just try, try to have independent thought once in a while. Ask more questions. Do more listening. That's the key, man. Don't, don't pontificate. Ask, listen. Mm-hmm. You know, express your views, but make you know. Don't fucking shut down anybody for disagreeing with you, and kind of try and find try and find that common ground. Try and find the fucking, <laughs> you know, try and find the, the the things that do connect to your two ideals. Because there's, you know, there's a lot there's a lot more there than than the shit that's really that you're arguing about. Mm-hmm. And a, yeah, lot of times, I, <laughs> a lot of times the shit you're arguing about doesn't really matter. doesn't matter to you. doesn't matter to the person you're arguing with. It doesn't matter to... In 80 years on this earth, if you are lucky enough to live that long, 80 years on this earth, you're probably not going to be affected by 95% of the shit that you're arguing about. Yeah, it, it, I, I don't know. It just comes down to... People, I think it just comes down to people hating other people. And he's like, you don't want the other person to get like the upper hand on you. They don't want to give an edge. They don't give up an edge at all. They don't. Yeah, they, they just they want, want to be give right. An edge. It's, just, it's just you want to be right. They, it, it's, it's they, they, they. We talked about this before on the show, but it's just it's, you want to be able to say, "I told you so." That's the currency. Because I was right and you were wrong, and that's what they're dealing with. That's it. There's no honest mistakes. There's no, there's no honest disagreements. It's just, I was right. You were wrong. I'm smart. You're stupid. I'm that's smart. It. <laughs> that's it, man. Yeah, that's Thought it. Of- I mean, that's it. It is. It's a lot of, it's a lot of, I told you so. Uh, yeah. The problem with politics is you could always say, I told you so, because the goalposts are always moving. So, oh, yeah. Hey, do you think, uh, you think LeBron would have, Wanted to be playing tonight if, if he thought for a second that he would be going up against the Republican National Conventions last night. Because um, <laughs> oh, now, he, now, now there's he no fucking sports la- on. Yeah, I know, right? They're getting full. Yeah. <laughs> he was supposed to play last night, right, LeBron? Uh, so he was he, last night, yeah. Yeah, he wasn't supposed to. Uh, um, that's good. Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't know if LeBron, I don't know if LeBron follows when the uh, RNC is. I'm sure he knows. I just wonder if Trump thanked him for taking for... No. Nah. Trump, Trump, Trump can't thank him because he's already killing their ratings, uh, the NBA's ratings. So he can't thank him for sending 
viewers over his way because he thinks he doesn't have any viewers. So, and I don't know if they do or no. Actually, uh, I, 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 I don't know the ratings, so I don't know. For the RNC, you're saying, or for the I don't I don't know either the ratings for the RNC or for NBA playoffs. Oh yeah, I don't know. I was I don't know. Some in 2016, I actually watched like the conventions. I don't know why it was. It was huge this, this was year. Huge. It was huge this year. I I uh, I took a I, ju- no I, I just attended. put it on because Trump's speaking and uh, full oh, full it? crowd on the White House lawn. Oh yeah, really? It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's really strange. It's like a it's like a Dave Matthews concert. Yeah, not a lot of smoke in the air though. Well, there's a lot of smoke up the yeah. <laughs> A lot of smoke being blown. Just yeah, not not the purple kind. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Right. Well, hate doing that in the show. That was a good talk. Yeah. Hate hate having to go that route. No, it was it was uh I mean I don't have power, there's no sports. I mean we weren't left with a lot of options. Yeah, you're like Lincoln, man. You're doing you're podcasting by uh ah that's twice I'd said podcasting, but you're we're recording by candlelight like Lincoln used to do. I am. I actually made a joke when we were eating before. I was like, this is how it used to be back in the day. Because we had all candles lit on the, on the there table. There you go, log cabin status. <laughs> yeah, it was like a hateful eight. <laughs> Jeez, less bloody though. Nah, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't a bloodbath. No ma- no masks, just reporting. It doesn't matter to me. We don't, don't wear a mask, wear a mask. Uh, you know, I mean, wear a mask, wear a mask, wear a mask. <laughs> I do this. I'm not there. That's why it doesn't matter to me. But just wear a mask. Do, just do the right thing. Just because. Where, where is this? You're it's saying? in the White House. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, they're not wearing masks. Yeah. I, I don't know if you're supposed to be doing this. It seems weird to be able to do a campaign event on the White House lawn. It seems the opposite of what the White House is about. But what do I know? I don't know. I don't have, I don't know. I can't even see what's going on. So that's true. Yeah. North Haven, <laughs> Brantford and Hamden have been spared. Although Hamden probably without power, even without the tornado, just cause it's just, yeah. it's just because it's such a dump. It's like, I'm a, yeah, I'm a <laughs> horse, and, horse and buggies. Out there. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll wrap it up, man. That's going to be do it. it for Sunday poor. And sorry to take all your battery. And uh, hope you get up tomorrow morning. 34%. Nice. Well, we'll end on 33. We'll do the old 33%. Have a great night. Thanks for listening, everybody. As always, follow us on Sunday at Sunday Poor on Twitter, Instagram. We'll be back here. Not sure. Maybe not till next Thursday. Might take Monday off. We'll be back here next week with some Sunday Poor. Maybe a quick one on Monday. But uh, we'll see. And good show, buddy. All right. Peace. Take care. Peace. I don't know, man. I think, uh, you know, you're right. We have no power, no voice, really. But I think we might have solved some of the world's problems tonight. I mean, I think there's going to be world peace within, uh, within yeah, a couple of days. So. Oh, Rudy's, Rudy's clapping along to something. Rudy's oh, there? Yeah. Rudy, Rudy G, speaking of 9-11. <laughs> there's um, so. Uh, the old four more years chant, an old favorite. Oh, yeah. there it is. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, Rob Manfred tonight. Did you see this shit with him? I mean, the guy.
With with uh, yeah. Brody, yeah, no, that Brody was recorded, like wasn't supposed to be recorded or something. It said that Manfred was lost. Is that what it was? It said Rob Manfred is trying to force the Mets, to, <clears throat> trying to force the Mets to pull a social justice awareness stunt tonight by having the players symbolically leave the field at seven ten, before returning an hour later to play at eight ten, even though the players don't want to play. Yeah, tonight. they need the games, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's hard. To, it's hard to knock Rob, but only Rob Manfred could make Brody Van Wagner look good, <laughs> who I believe is the guy in this video. Maybe it's not Brody. I don't even know who this is. I mean, not the not the worst. I mean, it's not the worst week that a uh, team executive has had because Snyder's had a pretty bad week. He's had video. Yeah, but Goodell came out. Goodell came out and said they're doing an independent investigation. Jeez, that's that's basically his way of being like, "Listen, we're going to bring in a bullshit investigation. You're going to get fined a ton of money, and uh, you'll still yeah. be on the team." Yeah, yeah. Until he until he until he, <laughs> until he kills somebody or uh, drops the N word or something, I think I think he's there forever. That's the only way he's going to go. Schneid, uh, Goodell, Schneider. Or, Schneider. Well, or Goodell, I guess. But yeah. Oh, yeah. yes. The owners, it's hard. Uh, yeah, because, like, what's his face? Who was the – Yeah. The only owner I could think of that got, like, jammed up was what's his face for the Clippers? Yeah. Sterling, yeah, right? Yeah, scumbag that he was, yeah. Yeah. Bird did a good bit on him. Did he? Yeah, yeah. he did. <laughs> tore him, tore he did him a pretty up. funny bit yeah. on him. I'll check it out. <laughs> he actually – well, he did, but he kind of, like, defended him in, like, a Bill Burr way, but, like, kind of hammered him in the same way. It was yeah, no, I, 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 could, I could picture it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. All right. Well, that's going to do it, my man. I just, right. Here's the thing. I mean, this I is like church. It. They're sitting up. They're standing down every fucking 10 seconds. He says something where he stands up and claps. Then I sit back Yeah, down. it's like a state of the union. Yeah. yeah that's like, what's stop. always bothered yeah, me about state stop, of the union. Right? I mean – I'm talking over with. Where you stand? Oh, yeah, there you go. The big mirage. Yeah. Uh, I, need, I need power back so I can watch some shit. I mean, spare yourself this. Just wait until 11 when this goes back on. When this, when this goes off, <laughs> I mean. All right. Yeah, good luck over there, man. I'll talk all to right. you now, all right? Peace. See ya.